Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Young to 100. I'm your host, Jalal, and this is episode 14. In today's episode, I wanted to discuss, well, discuss, rant, critique, uh, is there another synonym for these words? Let me just uh, look that up real quick. But I wanted to go over the differences between animation in the East and in the West. Uh, now, as you may have noticed, the uh, in recent years, um, oh, so let me just get comfortable here. Yeah, in recent years, you may have witnessed a sort of decline uh, in Western-style animation. Uh, of note, that's I mean, don't get me wrong, there are good quality out there. It's in terms of Western uh, entertainment. Um, a lot of the animation has, has been is geared towards 3D CGI animation. Uh, and you know this with the classic Pixar and Disney style CG models that are out there. Uh, however, uh, outside of, you know, Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, um, CGI animation, outside of that, they all kind of have this very basic cartoony appeal to it uh although my the point behind this wasn't to go over cgi because that to me while it while it is animation it's a different form of animation i'm talking more to the hand-drawn cel-shaded uh kind of animation that was the traditional uh back in say late 80s 90s to late 2000s uh nowadays if you look for it it's all this kind of crummy what you'd see drawn in the back of a school book uh look and i just want to distinguish between uh the the kinds of animation you'd see on say adult swim and Actually, is there any alternative Daniel Swim for animation? I don't believe so. A lot of it is uh, CG, just CGI these days. Um, and this this phenomenon has carried over to other mediums, if you know, with a lot of uh, social media games. Uh, the key example I like to bring out here is Hustle Kingdom, uh, or the Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane style uh drawn art even with um say rick and morty and solar opposites solar opposites and rick and morty would be more geared towards uh the full appeal the full value of western animation uh that being said um i'm trying to distinguish between different kinds of animation in the west first uh let's say at the top level would have to say uh, what you'd see on, say, uh, Soul Opposites of Rick and Morty versus, uh, the animation style of, say, a Flash animation, or something you'd see some kid making PowerPoint. Uh, also, and to distinguish between Adult Swim animation, where it's, like, very low frame rate, uh, and purposefully crude looking, 
which is the appeal towards the kind of humor that is involved with adult swim entertainment um in relation to that the other for other cartoon shows you may see like the ones that have come out recently final space uh it's what you'd expect to see from like a mobile game or like if you've ever played those kind of crappy pay to win Japanese inspired or Chinese inspired animation where it's only like one one image but it's been manip- it's like maybe three frames of animation and uh, it's just kind of like the picture itself is warped to seem like animation when it's not actually animated in frames uh, like the frame rate it would be like really really low like 3 to 15 max um, Outside of that, uh, in comparison, Japanese-style animation when it comes to anime, um, let's say at, at, at the highest tier, let's put, um, at the highest caliber of animation, let's put, uh, let's say, Paprika, into Paprika and Studio Ghibli movies at, at the highest rank uh, in terms of animation quality, uh, and then... Uh, every sort of main anime animation series after that um, and then at the lowest tier we'd put say hmm, at the lowest tier would put the current generation of generic looking anime that's out there that's you know I, I don't understand the appeal behind it it's like who who watches these shows um, I don't even want to go through the list of names you know what I mean it's, it'll be those shows that have uh, Moe style cover it just it's like only maybe like twice the amount of animation that you'd see in the frames of a manga book uh, in comparison and I just wanted to erase this uh, issue on the podcast because uh, obviously animation anime manga entertainment is one of the topics we cover on this uh, podcast and I just wanted to denote the differences uh and the style and quality over the recent years um i've just gotten done sorry i've just completed watching uh, a show on adult swim called yolo crystal fantasy and which is made by a guy named michael kusak uh it's it's an acquired taste for his humor it's that kind of crude uh animation with crude art but it's still hilarious uh and that this would be the the thing that i'm describing and in its best form where it's purposefully crude and it's not flash animation like i'm talking about something you'd see on youtube where it's like you know the the frames don't match up the model character models always change the angles don't match up in each frame or segment of animation and the overall the quality overall um, and I'm just talking about the visual side. I'm not talking about the audio because uh, the audio side of things, it's pretty much spot on or what you'd expect for like the, the level of quality. Uh, in terms of sound, it's put at the highest ranking in Western animation at say, uh, 
uh, it won't be the best quality. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack would be the exception to the rules of the West because it is a Western animation. Uh, same with the Avatar series. That would be an exception, uh, not the rule. Uh, oh, not the point of what I'm discussing. Uh, the level of quality of animation uh, and sound uh, is at its peak for those shows because obviously a lot of time is invested into it. The quality is key. Uh, the style differences are diff you know it's stylized completely different to look like more traditional anime in comparison to Western animation um, and that opposed to say the shows you'd see on Cartoon Network in maybe 90s sorry late 90s to mid 2010s that's I'd say when uh, it was at its peak uh, the level of animation in those shows and the style that came out was at its peak. Uh, it was all creative, it was all pretty different. Whereas now you have more, either you have the Seth MacFarlane style animation, where it's like all rounded characters, uh, all just, you know, simple shapes and blobs and not a lot of frames, interspliced with uh, 3D animation and CGI to, you know, fill in, fill in the gaps. And the more uh, I lost my train of thought there okay on one side you got the I'd say the biggest influences uh, Seth MacFarlane animation and Cartoon Network style uh, animation where you can definitely tell the difference like in the 90s in the West you had things like Looney Tunes, Dexter's, Dexter's Lab uh, Ed and Eddie uh, let me let me go through the list. Uh, Codename Kids Next Door. That was uh, quite stylized, but the animation for that was uh, was actually surprisingly good. Um, the the com complaint that I would have uh, is that what you're seeing with a lot of these shows is that the stories are kind of rudimentary. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I've got my train of thought back. Um, on one side, you've got the Seth MacFarlane style animation. And then on the other, you have the more Adventure Time-looking animation style, where both are very stylized, but simple. Uh, and both series have their merits. Uh, obviously, they both have huge fan followings. Um, and then you'd have the B-list and C-list shows afterwards, and then you'd have like maybe Flash and YouTube videos afterwards. Uh, you know, just to give a sort of tier level, if I had some visuals to go up alongside this, maybe I'll make a YouTube video on this uh, at a later date uh, when I revisit this uh, podcast. And in the eastern side of things, or more or less Japan, uh, you have the quite vibrantly colourful, vi vibrantly illustrated shows like Attack on Titan, uh, My Hero Academia, and say, in Dragon Ball Super. Now everyone knows that, anyone who watched Dragon Ball Super the animation uh, knows that in a few episodes, especially there was that one bit in episode 5, I believe at the very start, and then 
bits and pieces throughout the throughout the run um, where the decline, the dip in animation was very very noticeable. Uh, whether I mean, no, no. Let's talk about the actual business later. Let's just talk about the actual quality of what we saw. Um, the quality dipped quite a bit. Uh, one. It was very noticeable, like, you know, things not drawn properly, things not lining up, uh, <sighs> segments of characters' clothing and facial expressions just completely missing, or not what you'd expect their expression to be uh, for a given scene. Uh, this is this carries on in other animations like, uh, uh, sorry, in other anime series like, uh, for example, uh, Attack on Titan and Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, you know that during the fight scenes, the animation is will look good for the weapons and the actual action sequence, but in terms of facial expressions, it's very simplified or non-existent. Even in Naruto, it will be like when they're doing... Uh, when there's like people fighting not in the main scene and main main frame main main scene of the frame but i'd say one step in the background if it's like three steps in the background during a massive scene that's fine like everyone knows that the quad is going to dip because the thing you're actually looking at is quite small so you can do it quite simplified uh i'm talking about things that'll be like just out of the main main view uh the <laughs> Either it'll be like poorly, poorly drawn, uh, animated uh, very, very poorly, or not animated at all. It'll be like that. I mean, th there's a style choice that can be done that makes it look okay. Um, but I just wanted to point it out because it's very noticeable. Uh, good examples of this would be in, say, video games. In video games, uh, if the animation is, if the frames of, say, the background are completely static, that's understandable because that's how you, set one, save on space, save on animation frames, save on processing, and you can draw a beautiful, paint a beautiful background of which your main character will run across as a sprite or something like that. Bad examples of this would be in... Uh, mobile games that the straight up clear clear as day that they don't invest as much as they should into the actual visual design sure the user interface and all of that looks amazing and all of that and the game mechanics are like you know tuned to suck as much money out of you in the first five hours and you know the first five hours of the tutorial to get you introduced to the game up to speed ready to play and then paywall uh, that I'll save for another episode where I'd go over mobile games, but right now we'll just stick it to animation. Uh, and it's kind of sad that I see this decline in a lot of, uh, in many series, uh, especially ones that don't get a large following, they're just made for the sake of being made, or the manga did really well, and then it got a, or the graphic novel got did really well, and then uh, they made a show out of it. Uh, DC, DC um, animated series 
are actually done very very well everyone remembers batman animated series superman animated series justice league they were beautifully animated i'm talking beautifully like everything had its own sense of style it had placement in the scene uh especially batman the animated series and samurai jack like the style and substance was there and everything worked perfectly these new series, given the exception that there are some that is more geared towards adults and they can, you know, kind of look over the animation and not give it too much notice because it's more to do with the star cast doing their voice acting and all of that rather than actually what's going on in the scene. Uh, another example of Western animation would be the show Archer, where you, one, the, the quality of the show declined immensely after season four uh that's i'll save that for another no, i'll save that for next section um but you can see they just reuse the same same character models over and over again very little change the actual what's going on in the scene is very very low where it's more to do with the voice casting and the talking rather than what's actually visually there uh yeah and I'm, I'm glad i brought it up Archer. i love the show i love the it's i think it's hilarious uh that's more to do with the adult side of things like you have shows like frisky dingo metalocalypse uh, uh so venture bros c lab 2021 where it's not the animation is there but it's not it's more to serve as a vehicle to give a visual visual representation of what's being said because that's where the jokes are happening it's not they're not very visual gags they're more audio that's more to what you listen to rather than it's more the situation that's built around the characters speaking rather than the actual visual aspect of it at all um and the japanese side of things the quality overall has gotten very very generic very generic like uh you're not gonna see too many shows that exemplify true spirit of anime where it's more just to serve and in, in the same way it serves the role of being the visual medium by which the voice actors are delivering dialogue the quality of animation will be quite lackluster in terms of the standard of what you would expect from anime you know everyone sees the sword fight and then you know the sword will be all all detailed in one scene and then uh you know when they're doing a sword swipe you'll just see the little slash mark in the air and you know that's expected because that's that's how anime looks but overall the the quality of what's going on in the background like the amount of things that are happening in the background and things like that have declined in my opinion uh you know you'd see a bustling city and then in the background you know, in the next scene the background would just be grayed out pastel silhouettes while the main cast is you know more animated than the rest of it of which to show focus but that being said i expect more and attack on titan does do that well attack on titan to me is more to do with 
the story elements and the incredulity of how characters behave in that show rather than the visual aspect of the show because that show has been animated beautifully in a lot of scenes uh, Naruto on the other hand you can see that you know like you can see where where the scene what the scene would have looked like in the manga and then when translated anime it'll be like the character fully in frame fully full character model but just moving up and down to say move through the trees you don't see them jumping you know full animation you know hit the branch exactly and all that they're just kind of bouncing up and down while delivering dialogue which kind of takes me out of the scene quite a lot and it's very noticeable uh, in Shippuden the exact same thing happened uh, Boruto probably the same thing happened One Piece on the other hand it's so vibrant and colourful and there's so much you can you know the world is huge when you're watching One Piece you know the world is huge and it's bustling all the time in One Piece because of how the world is developed and set uh, again we're never go- we're probably never going to see the level of quality that we got from say Neon Genesis Cowboy Bebop Afro Samurai uh, and recently Fooly Cooly uh, those types of shows where it's very very unique and everything even the ones where it's simple animation or it's you know just a character talking it's very stylized every frame the phrase every frame of painting comes to mind because uh, I can think of like every instant just about every instance of that sh- those shows yeah Ghost in the Shell as well uh, where every frame was a painting outside of you know characters moving from place to place rapidly or it's just there to fill or to connect two scenes together uh, you know not everything's you know like you don't you're not gonna see you know a hundred frame uh, sequence of Motoko Kusanagi sitting down on the toilet or something she doesn't go to the toilet, but a character in the show goes to the show going to the toilet. Uh, that would just be a waste of, you know, resources and time and animation to do. Uh, but, the, you know, if you look at, say, the movies or Full Metal Alchemist in terms of animation and stuff like that, uh, the level of animation to connect two scenes together uh, is to drop that slightly is okay. Uh, but where it's happening all the time and then you know there'll be like one main fight sequence and then it'll be like one one image of them looking really really staunch and then you know the quality dips again where your imagination has to take up the rest of the work has to do the rest of the work uh, I don't think it's good enough and I think more needs to be done about it um, I'm just about to start watching a few episodes of Demon Slayer uh, I don't have cable for Adult Swim so I'm only going to see a couple episodes, but I can assess the show from that because I've seen so many shows. Uh, and surprisingly, the show in the West that has actually withstood a lot of flag is The Simpsons. The Simpsons, while the quality of story has declined, the level of animation has improved. Yes, it's been streamlined and, you know, you're not going to see very stylized aspects of The Simpsons anymore, but it's still going. Uh, Futurama, 
beautifully animated. Very creative, beautifully animated. Uh, I'm still interested in seeing what Disenchanted looks like if it's continued to season two and three. I did like season one. I did like the direction it was taking. Uh, Okay, uh, so it's not disenchanted, it's well, whatever Matt Groening made that was their fantasy show. Uh, I'm trying to get into search. Or disenchanted, disenchantment. Disenchantment. It's gone three seasons now, so I'll be keen to see, uh, you know, uh, what the next two seasons. I saw the first season when it came out um, back in 2018. It actually came out on the same day as my birthday, uh, funnily enough, uh, when it first aired. Uh, I'm glad that's continuing. Uh, it's not at the level of, say, Futurama in terms of story writing but it's more character driven cards about the main uh the main character the elf named alpha and that little demon thing demon imp i can't remember the name of the demon imp but and yeah Well, I, I can't believe I even spoke uh, this long about uh, this topic. My voice has actually gone to shite at the moment. Um, I'm in desperate need of a drink. Uh, let me just see if I got something on the side. Apologies, I uh, would be speaking now and I'm kind of running short on the time. I'm trying to keep the, the same half hour format uh, to speak over, you know, various things. Well, uh, excuse me, where was I, where was I, where was I? Also, um, I'm looking forward to getting the audio transcribed for the show. I'm looking at services, uh, currently otter.ai otter offers the best quality of service, but, um, still kind of worried about the pricing behind it it's probably about twenty dollars a month of which i'd have to pay um and obviously uh i'm trying to record uh four uh, about three to four episodes a week um for this show In terms of it saving me time for work, it does save me a lot of money. I'm still looking into it. I've got, I can do about 600 minutes um, a month on the free uh, version. But you can only upload, uh, you know, so many times. Uh, yeah, like I might have to make like a new account to like kind of bypass uh this protocol that they have in place and looking at the price uh maybe to save money 
uh, that is what I'm going to have to do. Uh, I can upload three times uh, per account uh, if I do it that way, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather, you know, that, that's what you get with uh, software as a service um, through web apps. Uh, obviously, if you want to use it for good things, they give you just enough to get like one thing done, you know what you pay. I understand it's a business and you want to make money, but come on, dude, I'm not, I'm just a guy making a podcast. Um, this isn't like an enterprise or anything. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's see. There's no, I probably won't be t- discussing news in this episode, so there's only like a minute left. Uh, I'll cut. I'll keep the runtime short today. Uh, what would I be discussing in the next episode? Uh, probably more to do uh, to do with um, the developments behind promotion of music and this podcast. Uh, as you know, now I'm now on Breaker Breaker FM, I believe. Castbox, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, of which I'd have to pay a yearly fee to get access to it or publish, which is weird, but you know, publicity is no publicity. Sorry, pub, some publicity is better than no publicity. Anyway, that's me, Jalal, your host. This has been Young to a Hundred. Let me do that again. This is this is the end of it. My name is Jalal. Thank you for sticking around for Young to 100 episode 14. See you on the next one.